Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, just a reminder here, we're wondering about where you've been venturing during the pandemic. So let us know about a local neighborhood discovery that you made over the past year, someplace that you hadn't ventured before and you thought, huh, didn't know this was here in Metro Vancouver. Email me, Simi at cknw.com, or you can call our buzz line 604-331-2899. Don't forget, we play our Who's Hood Trivia Contest coming up, too, in our 8 o'clock hour. And I know that Vaughn Palmer spent a lot of time in his basement, but I'm sure he ventured out some places new during the pandemic, didn't you, Vaughn? Once in a while, you know, uh, after dark when the Asian giant hornets are not (laughs) out and stuff like that. Yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm encouraged by a headline in the local paper here that uh, Vancouver Island is going to be declared Asian giant hornet free by September. So that's really looking up. Something for you to look forward to, for sure. Uh, let's talk about what's going on in the provincial government. Interesting to note that that wildfire press conference yesterday with Premier John Horgan seemed, seemed to be a bit on the defensive. Well, you know, uh, the lead excuse maker in the government was in full form yesterday. I, there's three or four things that John Horgan said that really jumped out at me. The first is that this is not a failure of government, right? Well, I'm going to wait for the inquiry on that one because... You know, in the past, we've had inquiries into how the government handled wildfire season, Mm -hmm. and they've been critical, and they were critical under the Liberals, and they were critical under the NDP. So I don't know. I'm not prepared to say it's uh, not a failure of government. And the Premier also said, you know, it's a crisis, and people are going to be happy. You know, they just can't stop complaining. Quote of the day, however, was near the end. And Horgan admitted that on Tuesday of this week, uh, we were a bit jolly. You know, we were a bit giddy. The pandemic was over and they were doing another victory lap. Mm -hmm. Well, giddy and jolly are perhaps not the words that come to mind for people who lost a member of their family during the heat wave, lost their home in Lytton. Um, The Premier is, I've said this before, Simi, I think he's let his polling numbers go to his head, and he's not thinking that people are not ready to turn the page on all of this. Uh, I think the government needs to do better, and uh, mostly what we heard from the Premier yesterday was, ah, well, you know, people are going to complain whatever you do, and... uh, we're doing the best we can. You know, it always never fails to amaze me when they when a government has that kind of reaction because I don't understand the harm it would say to people if you just admitted, you know what, we have been so focused on the pandemic and we yeah. probably should have paid attention to this faster. We apologize, but we're on this now and we're going to do this. Like, what is the harm in taking that approach? Uh, I, I agree. Uh, I don't think people reasonably expect perfection from their government. Exactly. They're too used to imperfection from government. And they recognize that, yeah, to some degree, what happened was unprecedented and unexpected. As I say, I think it's the premier's rhetoric that's the greater problem. Uh, you know, these premature victory laps he keeps taking is more of a problem than just a realistic willingness to accept that, uh, 
yeah, there's still an awful lot of work to be done. And he did say those things, right? He says both things, but it's the tone that always gets to me, and the tone is the tone of somebody who, as I say, I think has let the polling numbers go to his head and doesn't think he's got any political problems out there, so all he needs to do is just say, yeah, yeah, I hear you, and, you know, uh, we'll get on it. And it, it was a, it, it, I thought, a discouraging press conference in terms of, um, the government expressing some humility about the situation and the challenges ahead, which are enormous. Now, the one thing the Premier did say yesterday, which I thought was intriguing and encouraging, was when he talked about rebuilding Lytton. And he said Lytton could become a model for a future community for North America dealing with climate change. So dealing with the heat, dealing with the wildfire risk, uh, this, is, this is an intriguing possibility. Lytton is a model community, and there's nothing left there. So, you know, what you can start ineffectively with a blank slate. Uh, for both First Nations people and the residents of Lytton, um, I thought that was, that's an intriguing possibility, that in effect you could build from this catastrophe and make a community for the future that recognizes the realities of climate change and all of the other threats uh, to our well-being. So I also thought it would be interesting if at some point uh, somebody had said or asked the Premier, listen, what would you say if you were on the other side of the aisle and you heard the leader of the government say that? <laughs> well... Right. John Horgan was very, very effective in opposition. The New Democrats were extremely effective in opposition. It took them a while, but they did manage to brand Christy Clark and the Liberals. And, and the, the Liberals and Christy Clark played into it through incompetence and arrogance of their own and sure that, you know, they couldn't lose the election, all that stuff. So that's politics. But, yeah, uh, you do uh, rightly ask the question if Christy Clark had come out and said following a wildfire catastrophe. Yeah, well, we were a bit jolly, you know, but it's a crisis and people are going to complain. I know what Don Horgan would have said, and he's yeah. been very effective, and he would have been very right. Exactly, right? So, yeah, good question to ask there. Uh, let's also talk about this hydrogen announcement. We were just kind of going over that with Clean Energy Canada there, but thinking about this hydrogen thing, boy, I felt like I was having a sense of deja vu. Yeah, didn't we have one of those? Yeah. Well, yes, the answer is we did, and uh, John Horgan, in opposition, called it hype and a waste of money. So, Gordon Campbell, as we know, got religion on climate change and got very, very enthusiastic about uh, measures to fight climate change. And he uh, had a very, very high-profile press conference with Arnold Schwarzenegger, remember him, when he was governor of California, oh. announcing Hydrogen Highway, which is going to go all the way from Whistler to the Mexican border, and there'd be hydrogen refueling stations and hydrogen cells. And as an example of what could be done, Horgan, or uh, Horgan, God, Campbell committed <laughs> um, the uh, BC to a fleet of hydrogen buses as a showpiece for the 2010 Winter Olympics. And there were. BC Transit was dragooned into buying a fleet of 20 of these things. Uh, 90 million bucks of federal and provincial money, refueling stations. And it was, uh, well, let's take John Horgan's word for it. It was a fiasco. It was hype. It was a waste of money. Um, after the Olympics were over and everybody had forgotten Gordon Campbell and the, and the hydrogen highway and Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything, they put 
Beast Trans put buses up for sale, and they were dumped. Uh, at, needless to say, nothing like the $90 million they cost. So um, what's different this time? Yeah, exactly. Ten years so later, asked, what's different? Uh, I asked Bruce Ralston, the energy minister, about this yesterday during his press conference, and he said, well, you know, times have changed. <laughs> yeah, no. John Horgan is premier now. He's not leader of the opposition. That's one thing that's changed. But, you know, they say, well, and you heard it uh, on your interview this morning with the association, um, yeah, uh, there is a new renewed interest in hydrogen as a fuel source. There's a BC company, of course, involved in it. There still are plans and, and projects underway. And the best that can be said about the BC experiment is that it was an experiment. It was perhaps premature and ahead of its time, but the economics have changed. Uh, the threat of climate change has changed too. And we're going to give hydrogen another try. I tried to find out where the hydrogen buses were yesterday, Simi. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry to report that I haven't been able to locate them yet, but my guess is that somewhere out there, there's a used government boondoggles lot <laughs> where the hydrogen buses are stored alongside the fast ferries and the Bricklands. And Wait a minute, what are the Bricklands? <laughs> Good question. Hey, ask your husband about the, what were they going to grow in Newfoundland? The, the boondoggle there, was it cucumbers? Oh, yeah. yeah, they were, they were going to grow cucumbers in Newfoundland. The climate in Newfoundland is ideally suited to agriculture, right? And, <laughs> it and is that, not. That one is one of my favorites as well. Uh, that's hilarious. I'm going to have to look this one up. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Cindy.